Well, there you go. For an introduction, you are now tuned in to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. And we want to welcome everybody once again to the weekly show that you love to listen to and we love to bring to you, the listening audience, a show on none other than our favorite assets in the entire world, physical gold, physical silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. Lots to talk about this week. I will remind everybody when we get going that uh, this is a show that's put on specifically for you, your interest in getting and owning and uh, holding precious metals, putting it in your RSPs. We're going to talk about that through the show this week, about how to accumulate, about where and what types to buy. We're also going to talk a little bit about what happened this week with the Federal Reserve in the U.S. There is a lot to be said. Is a weaker U.S. dollar coming? Is it on the horizon? Will gold rise, do you think? What are your thoughts? We'd love to hear from you. And I will remind you, as you're going through the show and listening today, head over to twitter.com slash guildhallwm. We do have a contest ongoing running now through August 15th. One entry per person must be a Canadian residence. And if you win this contest, you will be taking home one 10-ounce silver maple leaf coin you heavy coin collectors, this is a collectible, and it is certainly a coin which we sell a lot of. We love. We're giving away free of charge to you simply for retweeting the pinned post at the top of our Twitter page. That's twitter.com slash guildhallwm. Jeremy, let's talk about this week's news, and let's get right into it. And before we do, I'll remind everyone, we are not your financial planners or advisors, and the past performance of gold and silver is not necessarily indicative of future performance. In fact, we think it's going to be much better. But always take this uh, and run it back through the people you trust. Do your due diligence. It is an exciting time, and when you own precious metals, you are owning a physical asset. This is not a talk about paper, and we want you to know and be part of that world. So, Jeremy, they say the first cut is the deepest, but this week, I'm going to say that the first cut is the weakest. In fact, the Federal Reserve this week came out during the week, and uh, they pulled back the federal funds rate by 25 basis points, or quarter percent, and it was an expected cut leading up to this week, and it was built into the market, and it was meant to achieve one thing, which was to show that the Federal Reserve, and by extension the banks in the U.S. and the economy in the U.S., is on even ground and continues to be supportive of the notion of growth. Yet, we're going to talk throughout the show, and I know you have your opinions on the matter, about just what we think this is saying, and in fact, how it's going to impact gold and silver. So with that being said, uh, what a mess we find ourselves currently in. I mean, despite starting the year planning for rate hikes, the Federal uh, Reserve in the U.S. has now come out and they've lowered by 25 basis points. Uh, despite ultra-low employment, despite at least uh, they're having a general admission that everything is basically great on paper and the headlines telling us that, the day on Wednesday ended with U.S. stocks plunging lower, the U.S. yield curve viciously flattening, the 2- and 30-year Treasury suffering the greatest loss, and the U.S. dollar at a two-year high, which I guess surprises nobody because that's what they're doing. They're just basically pushing the U.S. dollar higher. What are your thoughts on this week's change in uh, federal interest rate? Well, I think the first thing is to not believe what you're hearing from Jerome Powell, that the economy is great. If everything was so great, you have to think of it this way. These are the smartest people on the planet. They have to have incredible brains and degrees to get jobs at the Fed, and they do an, an immense amount of research. Mm-hmm. They are not dumb as to what is going on. Uh, they know what is coming um, down the road. They know what they are doing in terms of trying to pay off the balance sheet over the last year. I would tell people to go listen to one of our shows a year ago. I think we, we did an interview with uh, Danielle DiMartino Booth about this exactly th exact thing. How long can they keep raising rates before they completely destroy the economy? Things like foreign companies have to borrow... US dollars and the Fed was raising interest rates on them so now they have to pay them back at, at a higher interest well if that doesn't work what are you gonna do you have to start lowering interest rates so perhaps 
Yeah, okay. Maybe maybe unemployment is at the lowest level if you're not counting people who have stopped looking for jobs. Um, if you're not looking at people who are on food stamps, if you're not looking at the fact that the debt is continues to rise in the U.S. I think a, I think an incredible case could be made that things are not how they seem in the U.S. in terms of growth. We're at over a decade expansion, uh, although the slowest recovery ever, the longest slowest recovery. So I don't think things are that good in the States, and I think that the U.S. does play a global role with its currency uh, that they lend out. And I think that uh, this pivot was has been in the works for a long time. I think they're being reactive. I think the Fed is reacting to other central banks and reacting to the global situation. So they can talk U.S., but we all know that the Fed is, is sort of the global central bank, if you will, because they're still part of the, the reserve currency. So things do not look good. And lowering interest rates is an admission that things are not good. And you can try to talk up manufacturing or talk up whatever you want to try to talk up. Things are not looking good. They have pivoted here. They have gone dovish. This is going to be good for gold long term. All right, guildhallwealth.com. That's the website to head over to. Again, we mentioned twitter.com slash guildhallwm for that little contest we're running now through August the 15th. You can see the details there when you get over to Twitter. And uh, this marks the first cut since the financial crisis. And most analysts are saying this is on the heels of what they call stalled manufacturing growth because the U.S. couldn't wait, from a headline perspective at least, to um, make a huge fuss over the fact that they feel the service sector is growing dramatically in the U.S. But we all know that this is just a harbinger of things to come because you can't have a service sector that makes up the bulk of everything you do. If we get further and well, further you, away from manufacturing, we're going to be owned by another country. And that's what I'm saying the U.S. already is already offshored right it all, though. That's right. But <laughs> How they can have it be anything try... else but a service economy? Well, they have to try and fix that problem. So, I mean, gold prices, as it relates to this, are very significantly tied to the U.S. dollar and to interest rates. And I remember, recall, when we first opened our doors and all of us came online one by one to Guildhall, there was this mentality of rising rates that were occurring with under Greenspan and the premise of a bull market already beginning had started uh, just a few years prior to that, around 2001, 2002, with this easing of rates post-NASDAQ collapse, post-tech boom collapse. And ultimately, it's what led to this burgeoning excitement about where gold could potentially be. And as investors, is this the moment where the cycle starts again and we see the 1970s all over? Well, in fact, that is exactly what we're seeing right now. And um, Frank Holmes, contributor to uh, Blue Bloomberg Financial wrote this week in an article called Get Ready for a Weaker U.S. Dollar and Stronger Gold. Just that. He cited exactly what we were discussing. He says unemployment in the U.S. is at a half-century low, and the S&P is trading at near-record highs. Nevertheless, the Federal Reserve on Wednesday trimmed interest rates for the first time since the financial crisis on stalled manufacturing growth and an anticipated world economic slowdown. Now, he says the easing cycle may be the catalyst gold needs to outperform the market and retrace its monster bull rally in the 2000s. And he also goes on to say gold prices appear on a similar launch pad as to 2001 when the Fed began an easing cycle. The greatest bull market of the millennium so far began about that time in the first rate cut following an extended gold price downdraft and rally in the U.S. dollar. So when you are getting comparisons similar to 2001, it doesn't surprise me one bit to see the amount of analysts now saying, okay, the window has opened. The admittance of a problem has occurred. Some will say, hey, this is just the Federal Reserve getting out in front and encouraging more growth. We believe it's the other side of that, which is reactionary, which is to say they have acknowledged there's a problem. This is what Trump had to say immediately following Powell's announcement. And I will say, having watched that uh, Powell speak post-announcement of the quarter rate interest cut, he was wobbly. He was uncertain. I felt very strongly that he was not able to convey there is strength ahead, that there is growth ahead, that in fact it came off as very uncertain about what the future held. Yeah, I, I thought that there were moments where he would say things um, and 
the look on his face seemed to imply, I hope they buy that one. Right. So Trump comes out, and this is word verbatim what he writes. What the market wanted to hear from Jay Powell and the Federal Reserve was that this was the beginning of a lengthy and aggressive rate-cutting cycle, which would keep pace with China, the European Union, and other countries around the world. As usual, Powell let us down, but at least he's ending quantitative tightening, which shouldn't have started in the first place. No inflation. We are winning anyways, but I am certainly not getting much help from the Federal Reserve. Now, to me, that's a load. That's a load of garbage. It's a load of BS. Because in that word, in that small sentence, what Trump is acknowledging is, we're in trouble. We got to stop tightening. We got to let the purse strings open. We got to turn on the printing press, and we got to get some money into this ASAP. And we all know where that's heading. Low interest rates in the past, on average, pullbacks in that cycle of easing happen about five to five and a half percent. So five to five and a half percent. You can't do that in this in, without risking going negative on U.S. rates, which is happening all over the world. We'll talk about that in the next segment. But there is a significant impact here to gold, and I'm excited. I am so excited about what this is going to do. Yeah, I think coming back from break, we need to talk about negative interest rates and those implications. Deflation, which I think is a something that we're starting to hear about. Um I know um, Brent Johnson, CEO of, of Santiago Capital, uh, they specialize in gold, and he has this dollar milkshake theory, this idea that gold and the dollar could go up at the same time. Um, it's interesting to look at. I think we should look talk about that as well and uh, sort of the implications of a, of a strong U.S. dollar versus a weak U.S. dollar. Well, let's do that. Now, to get into the market, if you're interested in owning gold, this is the time. I mean, folks, we're being told a lot about what the world economy is going to do in the near term. And if you expect it to grow, maybe this is not the right time for you to own gold and silver. But I suspect if you're listening, you believe like we do that there is uncertainty ahead, that there lies in uh, that particular moment of uncertainty, an opportunity for you to pad your wealth, for you to make wealth, for you to ensure your wealth. And that could come as easily as starting with home ownership of gold or silver. Buy it online. Go to guildhall.com and buy some, take it home. You can store it if it's a security issue. We would encourage you to seek the alternative, which is to put it into an account with Guildhall and just store it there. If you want to put it into a registered account, that's also an option. You can hold gold and silver inside an RSP or TFSA or any type of registered account for that matter. You just have to make that phone call and get involved. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number to call. And Jeremy, I want to also point out something right now that is happening at Guildhall. We are fortunate enough as the market progresses and new suppliers come online to have formed a great relationship over the years with Pamp Swiss. Uh, this is a supplier of top-tier bullion, uh, which is supplied all around the world, and there are significant amounts of it uh, coming through the Western uh, Hemisphere right now. And we are fortunate enough to have 100-ounce bars available at $0.80 cents over spot until they are out of stock. So we are running that promotion right now alongside the other ones that we've had running for weeks and that means you as a buyer can add 100 ounce pamp swiss silver bars right now and uh, they come in beautiful monster boxes of five if you like that type of thing you can buy one you can buy 10 you can buy 100 if you'd like until they're out of stock we will be serving those up at spot plus 80 cents a great bargain for you the buyer so check into that watch your emails if you're getting those emails and uh, when we come back as jeremy said we're going to talk more about the first cuts and uh, the downside of what this is now being called as a uh, certain shot across the bow to recession 2020 here it comes more on the real money show with Guildhall wealth management you are tuned in to global news radio 640 toronto hi everyone this is jeremy from Guildhall and I want to take just a few moments to talk about our registered accounts. You've heard us talk about this on the show, but what it means is that you can hold physical precious metals, gold and silver, in a registered account, an RSP, a Lira, a LIF, a RIF, even an RESP for the kids, or your TFSA. Hold 100-ounce bars of silver, 10-ounce bars of silver, 1-ounce bars of gold. And what makes this so unique is we're going to give you an inventory report. It's going to have the serial numbers for all of the products that you're holding. Even the contact details and address for the vault. Want to go to the vault? You'll get 
to go to the vault and personally audit your holdings. As you know, we have a motto, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. And that's exactly the case here. You can go to the vault and hold the product in your hand. And if you want to get involved today, we're going to give you one gram of gold for every $5,000 US invested in this account. That's up to $50,000, which means you can have up to 10 grams in your pocket worth over $500. If you want to find out more about holding physical metals in your RSP, go to getyourfreegold.com. That's getyourfreegold.com, and we look forward to assisting you. You've been listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back once again to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I am your host, Darren Long. With me, as always, Jeremy Wiseman, the Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. And uh, that first segment went by very fast, Jeremy, because a lot of news this week. The Feds took the federal interest rate down by 25 basis points, expected, pretty much part of the market. Uh, there was a bit of a plunge late day on Wednesday in the U.S. stock market, uh, a pullback, if you will, seemingly bit of recovery the following day. We're taping on Thursday. And gold and silver, as per usual on the day of, responded slightly in a retracement form, which is totally what we expected. Uh, gold seemingly went from about 1430 range down to about 1410. Uh, silver from about 1640, 1645 down to about 1610. And now just retracing here on Thursday to the upside, capturing back some of that short-term pullback. So again, presented opportunities, maybe you have to be very quick to act on those. You can't be uh, passively uh, aggressive with a market like this and say, okay, now I'm going to go because those end up representing those people we discussed that it, end up buying high and, and wait until the market's you know $20 an ounce to, to jump in when in fact their very first happiness is uh, having to wait uh, you know, all that time to see it go higher only to find out they're going to be pulling back. I, I think one of the, the biggest difficulties for new buyers of physical precious metals into the market is the assumption that it acts like a stock, that somehow it's a stock, right? That, that, that you know, you're informed by the way you trade your stocks, that there's very little cost to buy and sell a stock. There's nothing else involved there. It's just kind of a piece of paper, but not even that. It's more like just bits on a screen. And then you just follow the stock price. So I guess because stocks have charts and gold has charts and silver has charts, somehow they're the same, which they're really not. Gold and silver are really ancient forms of money. They have no counterparty risk. You don't need anybody to trust when you own physical precious metals because there's a finite amount of them, uh, which makes it easy to trust. You know, we're talking about the Fed today, and I think a lot of what's happening at the Fed that we're going to be watching over the next year or so is going to come down to trust and credibility and the fact that the Fed is losing it. And that is the last thing that they, that that's all they have is their credibility because they are a private institution. They're not a federal institution. Um, they're just simply mandated by Congress. And it, if there's enough will out there, the Congress could take away their mandate. And that would leave the U.S. Treasury to print the money at no interest, which is what they did up until 1913. And then after 1913, that's when you got income tax because the Fed is printing money and lending it to the treasury and they have to pay it back at interest. <laughs> so where do you come up with the money for that? You have to get a, you have to get tax people. That's basically how you do it. So the Fed is not is, is not for the man on the street. They are for the bankers and they're going to try to keep their credibility as long as possible. Someone recently tried talked to, you know, like they fuddled through the whole thing, but some congresswoman, I believe, was trying to ask Powell about the gold standard. Neither of them know anything about the gold standard, and of course Powell knows that the Fed that's exactly what the Fed does not want. So um that's a that's kind of an interesting thing that's occurring right now at the Fed and this idea of accountability and trust. Getting back to what we were talking about, which is people buying on the dips. That's not what this is about. You don't wait for the prime price for insurance. You know, I don't see sales at insurance companies. You simply acquire it. And the best way to do that is on a regular basis, because that way you can just take advantage of cost averaging and you're putting a portion of your portfolio into the precious metals. 
you know, we could sit here and try to get cute with the market. And what did we gain from it? We gained maybe 20 cents in silver so far. You can't guess the markets at all. And so you have to understand that this is a physical commodity. It costs money to take it out of the earth. It costs money to refine it to 99.9% purity or 0.999% purity. And that's got to be stored, insured, shipped, repurchased, and then brought to the client. So um, it's a lot of work to have an, a, a physical commodity part of your portfolio. But look at what central banks are doing all around the globe. They are buying gold. No, they're taking acorns and turning them into oak trees, as we said last week's show. And the reality is, Jeremy, I think of it in terms of the simplest of, of ways. I want to use this asset to pad my wealth and grow my wealth. And in the first part of this bull market from 2002 up until about 2011, it's exactly what we saw. We were adding silver and gold uh, on various dips in the market, and we witnessed uh, no less than four very big climactic moments, all of which were money makers, at least for me personally, and I would love for our clients to be doing the exact same thing. How do they do it? Well, they have to buy. That's the first step. I mean, they have to get into the market. If they've determined through due diligence or with the help of their uh, financial professionals that, that gold and silver are for them, and you're listening to this show right now, so more than likely you have been thinking about it or you do own gold and silver, and congratulations if you do own it. But this is a great moment in which we'll look back. In fact, even at a show a year ago or two years ago where we said, this is a farce. There is no economic growth here. It's not organic. You're being left with fewer and fewer ways to actually make real organic money uh, to pad your wealth. And instead, what's happened is this massive transformation. We've gone from, well, as we talked about in particular, our first uh, seven or so years of being uh, open and running, people were uh, freely spending money in various parts of their wealth uh, to pad their wealth to buy. Oh, I'll take it. I'll take a flyer on that stock, or I'll take a flyer on that fund, or I'll throw some money in with Guildhall and own some gold and silver. And the mentality was much different. It was, well, yeah, sure. Who doesn't want to own that new boat or that new cottage or pay for their kids' tuition or that? And now the mentality has become, well, I'm trying to keep up with the Jones, so I've got to be very cautious because what I'm spending now is no longer really disposable income. I'm kind of putting a little more into credit cards. And what I do have in real wealth, especially with the growth of registered accounts, I have to be very, very cautious with. So now we're seeing the rise of people coming to Guild Hall through the registered accounts, TFSAs, RSPs, Liras, Lifts, Rifts, and that is what the future holds for people who are smart about where they are right now. So I think what you're saying is that the middle class has been completely decimated since mm -hmm. 2008 because the likes of the Federal Reserve bailed out the banks and didn't give any of that money to to the to people, um, which is why you get the rise of mo uh, modern monetary theory, which is let's just print more and more money and see what happens from there. So uh, crazy stuff. Let's talk about where gold and silver could be headed next. Uh, next All segment. right. With the Fed having locked in a rate cut, the question now is what happens in the months to come? Is this simply a one-off or is it indeed the start of a new easing cycle? Well, when we come back, let's talk more about that Frank Holmes article, getting ready for a weaker U.S. dollar and its impact on higher gold and silver prices. We've seen this happen before. Will gold shoot to the moon? I think it's going to. We'll tell you exactly what we think when we get back. If you want to own it, guildhallwealth.com is the website to go to. Remember our contest, twitter.com slash guildhallwm. You can enter there for your chance to win a 10-ounce silver maple leaf coin free of charge. All you have to do is retweet the uh, pinned post at the very top of our Twitter page, and we'll enter you into that contest. And remember to show us a little love. We like to have that, and uh, we'd like to have you following us so that we can share with you all of the information we're talking about in today's show. Give us a call, one eight seven seven eight silver and again, if you want to own gold and silver, go over to guildhallwealth.com. Investor kit is free of charge. We'll get it out to you as soon as possible. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You've been listening to The Real Money Show, and holding physical precious metals in a registered account is a very easy thing to do. If you've been thinking about it for a while, let us help. Hold physical gold, silver in your RSP, your TFSA, a lira even an RESP 
or any registered account. And for us, what makes this so unique is that precious metals products that we offer through Guildhall are all allocated and segregated. You actually receive your own itemized inventory report. In fact, you can even go to the vault to see, hold, touch your metals. That's ownership in the palm of your hand through a registered investment with Guild Hall. And there is more to this. If you want to open up that account, you've been thinking about it, we're happy to give you one gram of gold for every 5,000 US invested up to a maximum of 10 grams. And with the price of gold surging ahead right now, that's over $500 worth of gold in your pocket free of charge. So if you're interested in learning more and you'd like us to help you along the way, we're here to listen. We want to help you open up a registered account holding physical gold and silver. To get more information, head over to getyourfreegold.com. That's getyourfreegold.com. Stay tuned. The Real Money Show will be right back on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Let's go with that one. That's a good one. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long. With me, Jeremy Wiseman, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. Jeremy, key ingredients to a bull market. We feel U.S. dollar, what it does, up or down. And we've seen more recently analysts say this is the beginning of a downside of the U.S. dollar. No more are we going to be talking about the growth of a market. The recession uh, potential is high right now. To inflation, well, they've quelled inflation, at least on paper, by headlines. We know that not, uh, that that's not so. We'll talk about that. Uh, geopolitical uncertainty, that's certainly a big one going forward. And supply and demand. Uh, the markets, according to the article we've been discussing from Frank Holmes, get ready for a weaker U.S. dollar and stronger gold. He says the markets appear to have priced in three cuts by year-end. As a result... I would expect to see the dollar trade lower, which in turn should allow the price of gold, the classic anti-dollar, to soar. To soar. As I shared with you earlier in the month, he keeps on saying, a weaker greenback is one of the three key ingredients for a gold bull market. He points out three key ingredients. We have four. According to research firm Alpine Macro, the other two being a more accommodative Fed, check, we got that happening. Yeah. And rising geopolitical risk. Check again. Yeah. For example, do you hear about the tankers in the Straits of Hormuz? Yes. Turning off their transponders so that yes. they go they undetected. go undetected so that they can get through without being overtaken. Mm-hmm. That is not a good sign geopolitically. Well, in addition to that, this week we saw the U.S.-China trade talks end early with zero results. Again, uncertainty there. Iran, big uncertainty. Very, very big cause for concern. Anywhere in the world that becomes potentially a nuclear threat is a good reason for regionally other countries to make sure they have their houses in order. And we've seen it. As you said earlier in the show in Seg 1, there is a concentrated effort through central banks to bulk up their gold holdings. Now, in addition to this little bit of writing from Frank Holmes, by the way, you can find it on Bloomberg. We'll throw it in our weekly newsletter. You brought to the show uh, a little piece of information from Brett Johnson, who is the CEO of Santiago Capital. Tell us more about what he's saying as it relates to this news we're discussing this week and his ideas and where gold might be heading. Yeah, so Brent Johnson, um, he's got some interesting things going on. You know, one, one, he points out something that we've pointed out a lot, which is over the last five, six years, if you've been frustrated or disappointed as a gold owner, that's probably in the States because gold in, in Canadian dollars, for example, has been rising 6 7% on average every year. This year we're doing uh, particularly well. I remember last year we were down 13% at one point and then ended up plus 7%. So um, either way, holding gold outside of the U.S. dollar has been a very, very good thing. So this leads to the idea of what happens in a strong dollar environment. Right? And this, this is coming from Brent Johnson's sort of ideas on this. So taking what we've always noticed, and he's kind of talking about it a, a little bit more detail, which is if the U.S. dollar is getting stronger, that means all the other currencies are getting weaker. That means you want to be holding gold in those currencies to hedge against that decline. 
as we know, none of these currencies are backed by anything. They are all just floating and their value is based on what we give them or the credibility that you give the government for, for the, for that currency. Which is music to our Canadian listeners ears who pay in Canadian dollars. Right. So he goes on to talk about, and I think he had this thing called the dollar milkshake theory. All of the central banks got in and just flooded the market with liquidity and mm. created this, um, this, uh, dollar milkshake going on and that, the Fed tried to take the straw out last year with rising interest rates and letting trying to get the balance sheet down, and it didn't work. So they've popped the straw back in, and they're right back to the dollar milkshake theory. And so this, is, this kind of creates this oscillating. Where he's going is this idea that the U.S. dollar getting stronger and stronger is really bad for the whole economy. Because that means that if, you've bore, if you're a, a foreign company or a foreign government borrowing U.S. dollars... Okay. It doesn't matter if interest rates are higher. That's that would be terrible because now you have to pay back the loans at a higher interest. But what if the dollar's just higher, right? Anybody in Canada who deals with interest rates, right, knows that feeling of one day the interest rate's one point three two, the other day it's one point two nine. We certainly feel that in the colored diamond business. So what would happen if you're a foreign entity and the U.S. dollar is really strong? And you have to pay it back with, with with you have to pay back stronger dollars. This is why Trump doesn't want a stronger dollar. He wants to compete. He wants a lower dollar. So in a strong dollar environment, any currency outside of the US dollar, you want to hold gold to hedge that, that devaluation. Then you get into the US dollar should it start to decline because of lower interest rates, etc. Now you want to own gold in US dollars. And there, so you can see why central banks are hedging all around the world. Head over to guildhallwealth.com, buy some gold, own some silver. It's all there for you to peruse. You can look through our product types, go to the e-store, set up an account. It's easy. You can buy from home, from wherever you are. We'll deliver it free of charge if you spend more than 1000 We're happy to do so. And if you want to come in and meet with us, that's as simple as a phone call. one eight seven seven eight silver And uh, you can pick up some product. Right now, as I said, we have the PAMP 100-ounce bars on their way into our office as we speak and those are going to be spot plus 80 cents i don't know of a better price in north america than that i did the research myself and in the western hemisphere i think that is right now the best price on a hundred ounce pamp uh, swiss bar again these are lbma approved silver bars they can be taken home they can be uh, stored in our depository accounts they can be uh, bought and sold by phone call if they are in the storage accounts and they are uh, some of the best product in the world so definitely have those have a look that's a bonus for those looking to buy and uh, this is an interesting moment in time because if you consider what brent johnson is saying jeremy and I mean, he's he is a strategist, if you will. He has doesn't have to be like Guild Hall. He doesn't have to have a vested interest in one particular asset or the other. I mean, we choose precious metals. That's us. We choose. We become experts in that arena. But quite honestly, we could as just easily have been doing stock and selling stock in, in or been a financial management firm and just managed portfolios. We had the choice to enter into the realm of, of what we wanted and we for uh, and we foresaw that there was an opportunity in these particular markets and here it is again. So not only were we talking about this in 2004 or 5 saying, "Hey, here's the big one. It's coming. The cycle is going to repeat itself just like in the 70s." We have yet another chance, literally a moment in time where you can take as we've been saying an acorn and turn it into an oak tree. Put 10,000, walk away with 100,000. That possibility is there and it should never ever be belittled by anyone because the possibility to become wealthy through the ownership of gold and silver is a reality. You know, Brent Johnson, he says gold to 5,000, that's almost a given. I agree. Uh, I agree. He thinks it could go much, much higher, but let's get to 5,000 first. He's also saying that the bull market in gold could last anywhere from five to 10 years. And he's probably one of the most conservative uh, in terms of calling the market that I've seen. I've seen uh, numbers way, way higher into the, into the tens of thousands on gold um, and that the bull market could last much longer than 10 years. So we know what the, the possibilities are. Um, Darren, I want to I come back to negative interest rates for a mm. moment because we're, we're, starting, we're starting a downward slide here. And uh, let's just talk about some of the, the risks involved with lower interest rates. Um, I'll start. Um, one is 
pension funds. They need to guarantee some sort of gain. So if you're talking about pension funds and retire retirees, what are they going to do? They need to be promised money. But if you're getting negative interest rates, right, those funds, funds tend to be safe. Those pension funds either have to take risk, right? They have to go out and take more risk to get gain, which was brutal for Deutsche Bank. That's what happened to Deutsche Bank. They couldn't get positive interest rates, so they had to go out and try to get a gain, and it failed, or they have to accept a loss. So are the pensioners going to accept a haircut, or is the government going to step in, print the money, and give it to them, but the purchasing power of what they receive is is all that much less? Either way, that doesn't look good, does it? Well, listen, for me, it says new all-time highs for gold. Ding, 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 ding. And I mean, that's what we're talking about on today's show. Let's get into this market before it's too late for us to participate. And whether it's for pleasure, because you just want to try and make a buck, whether it's to protect wealth, whatever your reasons for owning gold and silver, if you're hearing this show and you get this message and you're tuned in, this is the time. Guildhallwealth.com is the website. one eight seven seven eight silver That's the number you can call. Go there you can get into our e-store online very easily make a purchase just to get your feet wet if you're starting you're new there are combos there where we put together different types of silver different types of gold you can start with something like that or if you're a more serious investor and you want to take a piece of your rsp uh, invested dollars and put it towards gold and silver we'll show you how to do that also in the tfsa and the strategy stays the same there's nothing different about putting gold or silver into a registered account it's just like you would do with your mutual funds your stocks except for this time around you actually have something that's tangible that you can touch hold in the palm of your hand we'll talk more about that when we come back on the real money show and negative yielding debt where are we heading well the number is much different than what it was just two weeks ago when we discussed how much negative debt there is in the world you are tuned in to the real money show don't touch that dial we'll be right back and you are listening with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You've been listening to The Real Money Show. And if you've been thinking about buying some gold or silver, a great way to do it is to head over to guildhallpreciousmetals.com. That's our e-store. And it's easy to buy physical precious metals. Shop, in fact, for all of the finest precious metals bullion products. There's coins, there's bars, and it may be the right way for you to start your stack. When you want to get into gold and silver and you want to select from brands like Royal Canadian Mint, Pamp Swiss, Asahi, and other LBMA-approved metals, they are all going to be there at guildhallpreciousmetals.com and at competitive prices. With guildhallpreciousmetals.com, you can order precious metals right from the comfort of your home or on the go. And the best thing about it is you're going to receive fast and discreet shipping. It's going to arrive at your door anywhere in Canada and your packages are insured and we do provide tracking numbers. But there is something else. The store is open from 7 a.m. to midnight so you can book your order when it's convenient for you. And we're so happy and thrilled about the business that we're getting right now. We're also offering one free ounce of silver for every 100 ounces of silver that you buy through the e-store. That's guildhallpreciousmetals.com and start stocking today. Stay tuned. The Real Money Show will be right back on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Well, here we find ourselves in the fourth segment of The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. We want to welcome you back and thank you for staying tuned during that little break. And before we went to break, we were talking about a couple of things. One, negative interest rates. Now, for those that don't understand what this means, it's, it's really simple. It just means that investors are guaranteed a loss if they buy and hold a negative yielding bond or a negative yielding account. So if you were to put in your money in a bank that has negative savings rates, it means you put in a dollar and you get back at the year's end 98 cents or 98 and a half cents or 99 cents. It means you're losing money on your investment. And believe it or not, this is a risk <clears throat> that... When we reported about it two weeks ago, $12 trillion had taken around the world. Now, this hasn't hit the Western Hemisphere. U.S. rates have remained positive. Canadian rates have remained positive. I wouldn't call it much of a return. You put your money in a savings account in a U.S. or Canadian bank right now, and um, you know, you're just thankful that the institution still exists, but how could they not? We <laughs> gas you with fees, and you know they're making 
you know, tons of money every quarter is billions and billions in returns and revenues, and yet you're stuck holding uh, the point or half point or three quarters of a point savings accounts. But right now, Jeremy? Yeah, UBS. Okay, UBS. They, they're, that came out through Reuters this week. We put it on our Twitter feed that for their high net worth clients, mm-hmm. they're charging negative 75 basis points. For their high net worth clients. For their high net worth clients. It, and, and they basically are saying, invest your money, spend the money, but we're not going to put up with you just holding it at the bank. This is the whole problem with negative interest rates. There's no capital formation. You can't create a, a booming economy if there's no capital formation and just risk because eventually the risks start to pile up. Um, Where the hell did all the money printed go? <laughs> Look, at the end of the day, banks if, are if, flush, right? If you're a UBS client and you have you have a couple million dollars in there and they're they're charging you negative 75 basis points, you can store gold for less it's at ridiculous. this point. It's ridiculous. So why wouldn't you just own gold? Again, this is going to be so proof positive for gold because why wouldn't you own gold and simply pay the the storage and insurance for it, which is minimal, right? It's basically less than they're they're giving you, um, and take advantage of it. You know, we've talked about today about the fact that inflation has eroded purchasing power. It's it's carved out the 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 middle class, and owning gold and silver is your chance to get that rebate, get the money back, get the purchasing power back. I would I would even go as far as to talk about the at least in Ontario, you know, get paying thirteen percent on every after tax dollar for every good and service. I mean, come on, where's our rebate for that? Right? You need to have something that's gonna that's gonna give you double digit returns. And I think heading into this new bull market in precious metals is going to provide that. So having ten percent in the portfolio at minimum is a great place to be. Silver being our number one pick because it's so extremely undervalued. And when we look at the supply demand aspect of it, uh, even right now, there's shortages on 10-ounce bars of Royal Canadian Mint product. It's crazy out there. And people are getting very um, frustrated about that, by the way. But we apologize because we can't control the markets. Even kilo bars, they're having, we're having a tough time getting getting uh, silver kilo bars. Although we did just get a, a, a nice batch in of, of the PAMP product. So, you know, it is getting tougher to get the product. And you want to get in before you really have a tough time. And with the registered accounts... There is actual physical product there, and it's nobody's product except yours. That means there's no counterparty risk. There, there's no other claim on that product except yours, and it's yours. We give you the inventory report. It's like a warehouse receipt that says, here is exactly what you are holding in the vault. Nobody else is doing that, Darren. Well, this is true. When we look at our setup and the way we started doing things, we've been doing this a long time, folks, since 2002. And in Canada, there's a lot of what we call Johnny-come-latelys. There are a lot of companies that open up their doors with good intentions. But uh, when you're running your company out of a rental unit that uh, is shared with 20 other people, when everyone shares the same receptionist, or when uh, you're working out of the basement of uh, your parents' house and you've got this great website, looks fantastic, which believe it or not, if you do your due diligence, I won't say their name, but there are companies out there that are doing that right now, you will get the end result, which is that you get subpar product, that you get subpar pricing, and, uh, well, if you combine the two, one has to give. You might save a buck on some product, but then you might find out that that product isn't very liquid when you go to sell it. And that's in and of itself why you want to be with experts like Guild Hall, offering the best product in the world, offering the best storage facility in the world, and offering the best way, which is the hold it in your hands method. It is a very simple approach. Why companies don't do this more often, we don't know. We're not going to encourage them to do it because we like having that little bit of an edge on everyone, but you can do it here through Guild Hall. Just go over to the website, guildhallwealth.com, call the number. 18778silver and we will send you the free information that you require that can be holding it in an RSP or TFSA any type of registered account that can be the e-store we haven't even talked about it on today's show but the allocated financing accounts which allow you to put down as little as 20% of the metal value you want to invest in and let somebody else carry the rest 
while you're investing in this market. And if you think that's the way to do it, again, ask for something on allocated financing. Now, throughout the show, Jeremy, we've been talking about an article from Frank Holmes. was run on Bloomberg. It's where I picked it up this week called Get Ready for a Weaker U.S. Dollar. And two weeks ago, speaking of Neil, a negative yielding rates, we talked about the total in Europe. This is predominantly a European thing right now, uh, being about $12 trillion. Two weeks later, we have now just breached the $13 trillion mark. Crazy. So money is going into that. And again, to remind everybody, that just simply means that if you put it into a negative yielding bond or a negative yielding savings account, guaranteed a loss. You're guaranteed a loss, yet people are doing it to the tune of $13 trillion. Why? Well, again... Consider what's happening over there. The uncertainty is so high right now that there is only so many risks you can take. Either you can put it into the stock market, which has much higher risk at this point in time. It's at the end of a cycle. It's already tipped. There are some nooks and crannies left here and there. There's lots of printed money that's being flushed through the system, trying to keep the stock markets afloat around the world. Well, at the same time, they've all begun doing the same thing, which is pulling back their currency values. And this will be what we have called in the past the currency depreciation cycle. They will all be competing to go as low as possible in order to stay competitive on their currencies. And at some point, they're going to have to bring credibility back into the system, and that's where gold can play a very, very large role. Huge. And so we know that gold has been money for 5,000 years. It's... It's the money of last resort. I don't mm -hmm. want to say the currency of last resort. The money of last resort. It maintains its purchasing power. That's the, that's the key. You don't need 10 people around a table to decide on what the value of the U.S. dollar is going to be next week. Because gold is the ultimate vote on the purchasing power of any currency that, that it's going to go into. That's right. Right. Um, and this goes to where Trump and, and uh, Dr. Um, Judy Shelton are going with in terms of lowering interest rates. They're not hypocrites because they like the gold standard and want to lower interest rates. What they're trying to do is to say, here is the situation around the globe right now. Everyone is depreciating their currency, and there's no way to compete if you're not playing that game. Let's play that game, and let's play that game to its fullest because where that fullest ends – is when the system collapses because there's no, you can't go lower and lower and lower and lower until there's uh, until there's a, a breach of faith, and then you have to somehow bring a pure measurement back into the system and some credibility. At the end of the day, gold and silver are a hedge against portfolios in a in a market that has everything in a bubble. And how do you protect against that? How do you protect against a world that's going to eventually go negative? We haven't talked about what the repercussions of a lower interest rate in the U.S. could be for Canada. Could be deadly. They, they left it. They left the the rate the same, but they will probably follow suit eventually. Well, you know, there's no choice. The all of these central banks work together in a way, right? We saw it happen in 2008. They work together. So you know, it might be a little bit of past the hot potato, but at the end of the day. This is you have to protect yourself through what's going to happen. There's going to be so many risks in the system because the Fed has turned dovish and it is starting to push gold up higher and higher and higher. And we saw that happen before the Fed even announced when when everyone knew that a quarter point was baked into the cake, gold and silver started to move. I can only imagine where it's going to go from here because you can't just print more of it. Now, you can invest in paper. This is true. You could invest in paper, but that's not actual product. When it comes time to get your money, and and they won't give you the physical product out there, and the bank's closed, you got nothing. Not only that, how do you know you're helping yourself by taking that ounce away from the marketplace? What I love about our investors and, and the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of investors that come through our doors is that they're actually being reminded before they end up completing their purchase, at least for me, 
they're actually doing themselves a huge favor. Not only are they owning an asset, which is a safe haven, but they're actually taking that physical ounce away from somebody else using it. Can't be hypothecated. You can't give that out to the marketplace and say, well, there's one ounce that we can share with 10 people who yeah. have promised it to one another. That's right. They're you not can't. sharing their product. They're not. When and that's, someone that's, buys from us, they're not sharing. That's right. So when we look forward to what's happening, yields are turning negative. It's slowly working its way over to the U.S., this is the highest level of alert we've been on historically ever in terms of the possibility of the north northwestern hemisphere turning negative in terms of their yield. So in North America, if that happens, the outcome could be very devastating. But in this very competitive uh, situation of having to push currencies lower, this is where we're heading. This is what's going to happen. And I'm reminded through this Frank Holmes article that yields turning negative here in the U.S. as they have in Europe, Japan, and elsewhere would mark the start of a paradigm shift that billionaire hedge fund manager Ray Dalio alluded to in a recent LinkedIn post. According to Dalio, lower for longer rates and other unorthodox monetary policies will produce more negative real and nominal returns that will lead investors to increasingly prefer alternative forms of money. The number one thing on my list will be the store of wealth called gold. And that's where people that have money are heading. They're running to the doors and they want it now. So with Guildhall, you can buy it direct. You can call us, come to the office, see some products, walk away with some products in your hand. We have a depository storage accounts, Toronto, Singapore, um, also the Cayman Islands. Then we have the registered accounts where it's fully allocated and segregated in your name. Get an appointment, go to the vault, hold the product in your RSP in your hand. If you can't hold it, you don't own it. Well, let's watch this play out. You've been tuned in to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management, and you've done so on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Folks, many investors are now turning to natural fancy colored diamonds. You just heard us talk about them, and we love sharing information about it. If you're over on our website at guildhallwealth.com, I want to encourage you to take advantage and ask more about natural fancy colored diamonds. Call the number, ask for an investor package. It's something I'm sure that very few of you have actually heard about. But when you look into natural fancy colored diamonds, what you might realize is that this is an opportunity of a lifetime, one that can change your wealth forever. We have been dealing in natural fancy colored diamonds for over a decade. And in doing so, we have seen so many people happy and satisfied with the ownership of a natural fancy colored diamond. Tomorrow, you may wake up and you may find that it is the best decision you've ever made for your portfolio. Go over to guildhallwealth.com, take a look online, and ask us for the information. I want to thank you for listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.